Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to episode 11 of the Snapbacks and Beards podcast. I am hosting this evening. I am that wrestling guy, TWG1991, joined as always by my co-hosts, my very own J&J Security. Um, we're starting <laughs> with the undeniable Johnny Goldsmith. How are we, sir? Well, yeah, good. Um, an eventful week, really. Um, very good highs and then a lot of lows as well in terms of wrestling. So uh, it's going to make an interesting show, I think. I agree. And uh, Jay, Wrestle Talk, how are we doing, sir? Yeah, I'm good, mate. Like uh, like Johnny said, there's a, a lot of uh, wrestling and non-wrestling in wrestling to discuss. So uh, let's talk about it. Let's get going on it. I think, first off, obviously everyone knows we're going to go through a massive recap of night one and night two of WrestleMania, as well as a, a recap on, on Raw as well. But I think, first off, that stage production of WrestleMania looked fantastic. I think we can all we're gonna we're gonna disagree on a few things in this podcast, but that we can all agree on looked spectacular. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Chef's kiss. Yeah, that's the was, ramp. Was, that ramp was insane. See how long it took them to walk down that <laughs> ramp. Yeah, it, it says a lot when a lot of them they were starting people's music for the second entrance when someone was halfway halfway down, weren't they? So, yeah. mm-hmm. but I thought it, and I, I thought. It looked quite basic, but really well done. Basic. They didn't try and go too over the top with it. They kept it just quite, quite minimalist. But there was still a lot there, and it just it suited sort of the yeah. theme of theme, mm. of theme of mania. So, um, yeah, I you know really thought that was good. So, jumping straight in to the opening match of Mania Weekend, and that was Austin Theory defending against John Cena. We will go to the undeniable Johnny Goldsmith. What did you think of that match? Um, decent opening match. I mean, it did feel like it was a, a match you could have had on TV, like on Raw or something, and it would have fit in with that sort of show, like on the main event of Raw, perhaps. Cena came out with the Make-A-Wish kids, and it felt like, can't have them lose now, can you, really? <laughs> and he did. He got beat off theory. Obviously, I went for John Cena on this one for the record and also because of the starting the show off with a positive vibe for the audience. And obviously, the bad guy winning isn't always the best way to start a show. But, I mean, if there's anyone who's going to do it, Austin Theory needs that. So for him to beat John Cena. And when you say that on when you say that out loud, like John Cena got beat off Austin Theory, that yeah. is such a big statement. And regardless of what happens going forward, storyline-wise, and who who runs the show, he is someone that they all seem to be quite a big fan of. So, for him to be John Cena at WrestleMania, the guy who is Mr. WrestleMania, essentially. I know Shawn Michaels is called that, but John Cena really is, like, incredible at them shows. For him to to lose to this guy, I know he's on his way to retirement and stuff, but still... John Cena can never rule him out. And the Austin Theory to beat him more or less clean. Yeah, that's an incredible victory, I think. Yeah, uh, agreed. I think it was the was the right result. Um Johnny, have you got anything to anything to add? Me and myself and you both went for theory on on this one, didn't we? As uh, as the winner. Yeah, um, yeah, I think the I think the right person won. I think Theory needed it way more than Cena did. Um I don't think it was opening match caliber. Uh, obviously, opening the match is just as uh, opening the show is just as important as closing the show. Um, 
It's possibly, I get, I guess, by the salute as well. One of the la- one of the last times we're probably going to see John Cena inside a inside a wrestling ring, which is a sad thing for everything he's done for the business over the years. Um, obviously, we'll move on to it later on in regards to theory. But he then had a match with Ray on Raw, and obviously, Ray's a legend. Cena's a legend. I don't want them to try and recreate this whole legend killer thing that belongs to one person. Leave that alone. Yeah. Leave that alone. Um, yeah, the, the match it was it was a decent match, but it wasn't wasn't anything to write home about. Yeah, no, I would I would agree. So I suppose the the question for the opening match, were we sports entertained? Uh yeah, yeah, I was. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I, a solid opener, yeah. Yeah, I, I sort of had had the same. I sort of uh, overall, I think because had had they had the exact same match but Cena won, I probably would have let that spoil my view slightly and maybe gone, I wasn't sports entertained. But I think because of the, the result being the right one, I was I was happy with it. I just, sorry, just before we move on, I just feel like it might have been the name Cena that gave, that made it the opener. We've got John Cena opening the show, whereas yeah. the match itself, could, it could have been better in my opinion. Yeah, agreed. So then... After that, match two was the men's showcase tag team match. Uh, Johnny, J.E., what what did you think? I like this match. Um, my top takeaway from this match is I'm really happy for Angelo Dawkins. One, the way he ran through Braun Strowman as <laughs> if he was running through Ricochet was impressive. And I love Montez Ford. Everyone always highlights Montez Ford. I think it was a massive thing that Dawkins got that, got the pin, got the, the victory. Um, yeah, Braun Strowman doing a Uso splash from the uh, from the top rope was a particular <laughs> highlight. Uh, yeah, I thought it's a showcase, and they all showcased their abilities in one way or another. And yeah, I, I enjoyed the match. Yeah, agreed. Johnny, uh, anything to add on on that? I know exactly where you're going to start, so I'll uh, I'll let you lead into it. Of course, that suplex from Chad Gable, incredible. I mean, he's done it before, actually. He yeah. has done it with Strowman, but it's still just a, a wonderful sight. Just seeing him do that, and like, it was showing the best of tag team wrestling. I think in obviously the main event, we'll get to fantastic match. This one, though, in terms of let's say mid card tag teams. It shows like this is a solid division that they have there. Um, Ricochet and Braun Strowman, I could do without being a tag team. I think they're better suited by themselves. But, you know, they still put on a good show there. But again, like Alpha Academy, Street Profits, Viking Raiders, all very good, very entertaining in this match. Yep. Um, I think if you took away how good the other matches were later on, you could maybe even put this as contender for one of the best matches of the night. But there was a lot of matches to get through, but like, yeah, you it went like so fast paced. Um, you could never get bored, really. It was so exciting, and that's what yeah. I love about tag team wrestling when it's like that. Yeah, so yeah. very good. And I suppose as I'm, I'm gonna be one that has to uh, has to talk about it um, and give the give the props where they're due. That shooting star press from Ricochet was unbelievable um yeah again i've i've never ever questioned ricochet's ability it's just 
everything else about him that I don't really, I don't really, um, yeah. don't really get. But that was unbelievable, and actually, yeah, it's you know that was probably one of the the highlights of the match. And I, I, I thought it was much a much better match than what I expected it to be. Mm, um, so, again, the uh, the question being, were we sports entertained? Yes. We were, yes. Yeah. Uh, my only criticism of that is um, why? Like, why yeah. did we have that match? I mean, I realise they need a payday for WrestleMania, but I just would like to know why that match needed to happen because yeah. the, the, there's no... The Street Profits, I mean, I know they had a match with the Tag Champions, but they didn't. it wasn't the number one contenders match. It was just, oh, look, tag teams, here you go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So... In, I'm going to switch it up ever so slightly because rather than myself uh, opening and talking about the next match, I'm going to hand over to you, Johnny, as it was Seth Rollins and Logan Paul. So take it away. What did you think? I'll, I'll start with Logan. Like His contract's up and... When he first came in, I didn't think I would be saying this, but I hope to God he signs a new one with WWE. Triple H said it right in the uh, press conference afterwards. He's got Logan's got no business being that good. He's got no right being naturally as talented as he is. He's so good. His timing is perfect when he's selling moves as well. He can sell. He's good at selling. He's, he's so athletical, like... And it's just annoying because he just seems like one of those people. There's nothing that the guy can't do. Um, past aside, strictly talking about wrestling, he is a very, very good. He's a great wrestler. He is a great wrestler. Um, now I move on to my boy Seth uh, coming out as I think you said, Stu, looking like a quality street. <laughs> the, red, the red quality street rat, Seth Rollins. I didn't realise until I saw a picture afterwards how long the train was on that thing he was wearing it was mm-hmm. like a uh, um bridesmaid uh bride gown um it just went on forever um and then with the menage a trois kinky pink thing that looked like he had borrowed off becky uh that he threw into the crowd um yeah like i really enjoyed this match i thought it was a great great match um obviously we'll move on to uh I'll let one of you guys discuss about it more, but obviously there was a a guy hiding inside a prime bottle. We had uh, bets on who we thought it might be. Um, Ended up being KSI. uh, Getting pulled onto the table last minute and Logan going straight through the table, straight through KSI. When I think KSI's got a boxing match coming up, so maybe that wasn't the... The cleverest thing to have done. I was just say big, big up, big sort of props to him for that because I, I, it's it's quite soon. I don't know full details, but I know he is he is boxing soon, and that's a pretty a pretty big bump to sort of take with 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 that in mind. Um, but yeah, I'm much the same. I I really enjoyed it. I think we sort of said about Cena being Mr. WrestleMania, but there's Seth has got to be in that conversation. He's always someone that can be relied upon to produce, mm-hmm. you know, at, at the moment when, when WWE um, need it. Uh, Johnny, have you got anything anything else to add your points on on that match? Well, I watched it back again today and it was, um, yeah, it was very, very good. Like, obviously, every match Logan's had so far has been impressive, you know. Um, 
I must say the entrance attire and Rollins gear, I'm not the biggest fan of. And <laughs> again, people can say that he's not, that's not, I'm not the market he's aiming at, you know, and I understand that. Maybe he's not. For me, I'm, I wasn't a fan of the gear, partly because Logan Paul fans will be watching this and they'll be thinking, who the hell is this idiot, you know, wearing this outfit? Who's this guy? Obviously, he beat Rollins and everyone knows who he is now. But just to look at that attire, I, I just feel like he wouldn't get taken seriously by people who were watching casually. Um, whereas Rollins from 2015, I think, looked more badass, in my opinion. Um, yeah, no, that's a, that's a fair comment, actually. Yeah. That is a fair yeah. comment. Um, and again, great match. Uh, I just love KSI's like just lying there for like 20 minutes after he's been hit. He's probably fell asleep. Um, <laughs> and it was at the entrance that he did, you know, Logan's entrance, the whole Shawn Michaels thing while holding a bottle of prime in his hand. Like, you know, you've got to hold that prime, haven't you? Um, in, in terms of the match itself, quality match, but obviously the, the character side of things, uh, Rollins, you know, always does well with the character um, side of wrestling. And he needed this win for wrestler, uh, you know, hasn't won at WrestleMania since 2019. So he needed this. And um, I don't think there's any doubt really of who was going to win for that reason. Um, but as I say, it'd be nice to see Logan not just like disappear. You know, um, I hope he does sign a new contract and I don't think he will uh, uh, go against that. I think he probably will sign one. Happy birthday, Logan. Um, but yeah, I mean, and very much enjoyed it. Yeah. Yep, and again, I think we know the know the answer. But were we all sports entertained by this match? A hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I just feel like whenever they go out and they say like, "Okay, roll it," like to the wrestlers, like dial it up to ten. Rollins is like, "All right, I'm gonna dial it up to 15. Yeah, I got you. Um, yeah. yeah, I could yeah. I, I could sing his praises all day. So I'll start. <laughs> Agreed. No, no, it's absolutely right. He's one of them MVPs that they know he can. He can deliver when when needed. So moving on, we then had the six women tag team match: uh, Becky, Lita, and Trish against Damage Control. You know, this was better than I expected it to be, and Lita and Trish spent a lot more time in the match than what I kind of kind of thought they would. Um, looking back at it, obviously, I I know that myself and you, Johnny, picked. Lita, Trish and Becky to win. I can't remember Undeniable One, who you went for with. I did I did go there, went, Trish, Lita and Becky. But yeah, and, I said that uh, during the match, I was like, maybe I shouldn't have. Yeah. But ended up being the right decision. But um, yeah, I did think maybe not. Yeah, I, I think looking back and, you know, I've got some strong views on other matches and from other nights and, and such like, was, the, was, you know, Becky, Lita and Trish winning the right decision um i'm not not entirely sure because i think we're continually now writing damage control off um Mm -hmm. but you know we're all nostalgia guys seeing becky and uh sorry seeing lita and trish go and 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 do it was was great to see um johnny anything to to add your views on on this match yeah i i i kind of agree i said that Becky Lita and Trish would win. Obviously, they did. Um, I don't know if may, maybe looking back on it now, maybe Damage Control needed it more because day day by day, I'm starting to think more like, what are you for? Uh, ba- Bailey will obviously be fine. Bailey will be fine. But I, I would potentially be a little bit worried for Dakota Kai and the Sky down the road. 
Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, but Becky's well, Becky Leader and Trish, their entrance, I loved that. The whole, I thought it was an advert. And I remember I started talking and then I was like, hang on, why are these guys, because we were watching it on live and these guys, I was like, why are these guys being quiet right now? It's only an advert. And then I was like, <laughs> oh, actually, no, this is the uh, the entrance. Um, yeah, I think I was just waiting for Trish to turn during the match. Yeah. 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 Uh, obviously, that did happen. Um, yeah, it was, it, was, it was a nice nostalgia trip. Yeah, yeah, I'm going by the body language and stuff, Trish, and that it just felt like she was dressed totally different to the rest of them. And this is the same gear she wore when she turned heel at Mania 20. I thought, we were waiting. But I'm also a bit concerned about a tweet that Bailey put out, right? Because at the end of the match, she tweeted as if to say either damage control splitting up or she's leaving. And then damage control had a match on Raw and she's nowhere to be seen. Um, don't know what that means, but that's something I'm just like, what could that mean? And she would be a huge asset in any other women's division anywhere. Yes. She should be. She should be a huge mm. asset in WWE's women's division. Um, yeah. So you know, we I know... think if she went to say AEW, I would give it three months before she was their women's champion. Quite possibly. Yeah. Um, we also know her. One of her um, best friends is uh, is in Japan now. So, you yes. know, is there yeah. is that is that an option? Um, but yeah, it's, it, that'll be an interesting, interesting development to see what happens from from there with Bailey. Um, mm. And obviously, I know you were saying about being worried. About, I I would be most worried about Dakota Kai. Um, I don't want to bring the, the the stereotype into it if that's the right word. But I think EO Sky probably hits a certain fan base around the world that they may want to cap sort of capitalize on a little bit more than dakota kai does um you know but still yeah i think we need to start seeing damage control wins and matches and soon uh but were we were we sports entertained with this match yeah i'm, I'm sorry i was I'm, yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. But, i but, think for the for the nostalgia alone um, yeah. i kind of had to be I mean, as as I was sort of watching it and thinking about it today and making a few little notes and bits and pieces like that, I kind of thought, if I'm going to answer that I was sports entertained by Cena in theory, I enjoyed this match more than I enjoyed Cena in theory. Yeah, true. So true. if I'm if I'm going that like I was for that, I have to be for for this one. Um, moving moving on to father versus son, Ray versus Prison Dom, undeniable one. What are your views? Oh, like, <laughs> I just love it, man. You know, prison Dom's <laughs> entrance. The fact that he came out in a prison van as if he was, like, taken back out of prison for the day to have this match, as if, like, he wasn't released on the same day in storyline as well. No, I just come out of prison. Uh, I also heard the siren reminders of Scott Steiner, of course, <laughs> as it does. And then, yeah, there's proper GTA villain, and I love that about him. As it seems like a lot of us have uh, been been converted into Dom fans by this. His, his character work has converted me a hundred percent. It's, it's the fact it's like it's he's almost enjoying himself in the sense of he's it's not a serious character and he knows this and he's almost taking the piss out of it. Yeah. And I love that about Dom's character. And then of course he comes out and Ray's mask, 
Then Rim Stereo comes out with Snoop Dogg. He just has three three songs as he's coming out. So I guess it's a Snoop song at first. Then he comes yeah, out to Eddie's so. yeah, then Eddie's theme song. And then he comes out with his own theme song. And again, that side of the match was fantastic. Um the actual match where Ray's end up uh, hitting his son with a belt. <laughs> Things that like people probably have childhood memories of stuff like that. I'm I'm not quite sure yeah. why that wasn't a DQ. Yeah, if I'm I think just maybe because the referee hates him so much, you know? it could be, it could be that. Uh, but... <laughs> Michael Cole, of course, having the best time watching what? Ray beat up this ungrateful piece of shit, uh, Dominic Mysterio. My, Michael uh, Cole was on point all night. I thought Michael Cole yeah. was brilliant all night. Yeah. To be fair, um, um, and the only thing that I mean, I start criticism. I think Ray Mysterio winning makes a lot of sense, you know, um, after getting made fun of by son, being tormented by son so much. Getting the win, yeah, that's fine. Obviously, Dom winning would help him in his career, but in the long run, actually, I don't think it's going to affect him too much. Um, yeah. It's just, I'm not sure where they, well, we see where it goes from here, but he's been beaten by his dad, he's faced his dad, so what next? I think that's the only thing I would say. Yeah, agreed. Johnny, anything to uh, anything to add your views on on that match? Yeah, um, yeah. I don't think this hurts Dom at all. He got beat by his dad. Like he got mm -hmm. beat by uh, a Hall of Famer. Um, yeah, yeah I, I don't think it. I don't think it hurts him at all. Um, the belt thing. I, I guess you could kind of get away with not being DQ'd because you could argue it's part of Ray's ring gear. If he took his boot off and whacked him with his boot, he's probably yeah, not going to get disqualified. Yeah, yeah, that's a uh, good point good for point. that. So, um, yeah, prison Dom's just so good. He's so good. I hated him when he came in. I was like, this little dweeb needs to go away right now. I remember when he did the uh, I'm This Generation's Eddie Guerrero and I did a TikTok reacting to it. Like, I think the fuck not. He's not, but I might not have as harsh a reaction towards him towards him now. Uh, yeah, I picked Ray to win. Um, I thought the right person. I, don't, I didn't think you could have him lose when... He's just gone into the Hall of Fame. Um, but yeah, like I said, I don't think it hurt Dom at all. Um, the one thing I do want to know is I want to know if Aaliyah knew that he was going to chuck the water over her. Because I don't know if she did. I'm not sure. I mean, if she, if she did know, her reaction was like her acting skills are perfect. If she didn't know, obviously, that's a that's a genuine, um, genuine sort of reaction. Yeah. Um, well, you've got to think she comes from a wrestling family. I think she's probably yeah. got that acting training yeah. in her even if she doesn't actually have training but like yeah. she's around yeah. an actor so yeah well yeah. She, she's had she, i suppose she had that storyline with the whole like buddy murphy thing as well didn't she yeah um mm -hmm. buddy matthews he was sorry yeah. um but yeah <laughs> i i really enjoyed this match i liked it yeah. a lot and obviously the, the the ending um and what what we've sub subsequently seen on on raw going to be building something towards backlash for Ray and Bad Bunny against Dom and Damian Priest. I would, mm -hmm. I would I assume, assume. Um, which you know will we'll, we'll be fine. I think, I think the Judgment Day do need to win that. I think that that makes a lot of sense. Um, but you know, I, overall, I think there's a program with Bad Bunny and uh, Ray Mysterio somewhere actually. Oh, okay, that'd be interesting. Mm. Yeah, the um, the backlash thing is in. I'm just thinking about this now. Is interesting if. What they said about Bad Bunny on Raw was just part of the storyline in kayfabe and not actually legit. Then 
because they said that he separated his shoulder when Priest put him through that. Yeah. If that is just storyline, then he'll recover in time. But I guess we'll wait to find out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that makes sense. Um, and again, as we've all spoke pretty highly about it, we were we were sports entertained. Yeah, you know, yeah. In a big yeah. way of this. Um, now again, also, Dom has a very good theme song, and I didn't realize. I'm like, oh, his theme song is good. Like, it's it's not bad, is it? It's all, it suits yeah. the character he's at now, isn't it? It's mm-hmm. it's it's all right. Um, now again, I'm gonna I'm gonna jump around the order of us starting what we're talking about because I'm going to, first. By I'm, I'm going first for this one um, <laughs> because we have come to the the SmackDown Women's Championship match between Charlotte Flair and Mammy. Rhea Ripley. Uh, these two have brilliant chemistry, in my opinion. Um, I think their matches have always been always been good. At times, I wasn't quite sure about Charlotte's body language and if she wanted to be there or not. Um, them, them couple of suplexes she took, one off the top and one just in the ring, were were pretty scary. And I don't know if she was sort of sandbagging ever so slightly or not. I don't, I don't know. Um, and I don't know if you boys have picked this up or not, but I, I saw a video of this as well. Um, just prior to the the avalanche riptide, Rhea thanked Charlotte before hitting it when they were on the top rope. Um, no, I didn't. I didn't pick that. Yeah, up. there was a there was a bit of a Seth Rollins to Roman Reigns type moment there just before she uh, just before she hit it, which you know was is nice. And I st- I'm still not entirely sure about seeing um charlotte sort of sitting smiling clapping on the uh on the on the floor out, out outside and where that sort of fits in with with charlotte's character um but yeah overall I, i'm torn with this being match of the night because i will be accused of bias but i thought it was brilliant um the right winner and with Rhea being 26 there is the sky is is the limit for for her um well she'll be the only women's champion in the history to have won the uh united kingdom one yeah she's won unless, it all. unless uh, alba fire comes up and wins them all but other than that because again that ball doesn't exist anymore so there's not many people who can say that yeah um johnny what about you um yourself what did you what were you thinking what were your thoughts yeah great match um when we had the seth and logan i was like right this is gonna be match of the night and then we saw this um yeah, it's incredible. Uh, like you say, I'm not sure if Charlotte wanted to be there at times, but she did the job. Again, you you spotted it. You said the bumps looked nasty, especially that big burn or mat burn, whatever it is that she ended up getting on her face from that when she hit that quite low. Um, yeah, the outside the ring afterwards, the like clapping and like smiling. I think she's just trying too hard to be a baby face. It's like she's trying too hard to be. A, yeah, she beat me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but I also think she was genuinely happy for her at the same time. Yeah, um, no, okay, yeah. But if it's like a genuine happiness, maybe like wait until don't don't break character in front of the cameras. Maybe. Mm. Um, yeah, the match itself really is just. She's an absolute unit. She's a beast. Uh, I can see her going on quite a dominant run. Yeah, it was great, great match. Yeah, no yeah, bad to say about this match. Yeah, thoroughly enjoyable. Although Charlotte looks more doll-like than ever in that match. Yeah. Um, she looked almost like you could see she was looking old, like looking older. 
I don't know. You could just something about it wasn't the same as what I'm used to. I'm like, there's something not right about her, the way she looks. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I can see what you mean by that. To be to be fair, that's yeah. yeah. Um, and you know the way to win by getting knocking her out on the turnbuckle and then doing it off the top rope. I mean, yeah, you can't you, you can't tell me that you're going to kick out of that really. So yeah, it's done the right way as well. Really good. Yeah. No, It'll be killed. interesting as well to see what happens with Charlotte now because normally when she loses a title, she goes away, doesn't she? For a oh, she's of doing months. that again. Yeah, oh, she is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and 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 you know, yeah. as long as this doesn't mean she's going to come back and win the title in three months' time, because I I just don't think she needs it, and I think it's you know it it would be unfair for for that to for that to happen. Um, you know, it'd be but, another thing she could just go to Raw and be like, because Bianca obviously, yeah, and be like, well, you haven't faced me yet, have you? So, mm. yeah. And I mean, if that that was to happen, at least that'd be something fresh, yeah. You know, um, so gentlemen, were we uh, were we sports entertained thoroughly? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, mm. I, and I was never in doubt. I picked Rhea. I was sticking with it. I was never never in doubt. Um, I don't think we need to spend particularly uh, too much time covering the three minute forty second match between Pat McAfee and the Miz. Um, Great to see Pat back. Yeah, of course. It's nice to see him back. That surprised there. Michael Cole maybe didn't know. Yeah. And obviously, it's the fact that they said, oh, we have no plans for him at WrestleMania. And then he he was there. So, yeah, I always enjoy seeing Pat back for my TV. And what an athlete as well. Yeah. He's Mm. another one that's that's such Mm. such an athlete. I I feel it would probably be unfair to give that a a rating, but I did really enjoy it. And I think we probably Mm. all, all did sort of... Sort of really enjoy that. It's the best segment Miz done at the weekend. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, yeah fair enough. Fair is, enough. It? is it? Is it? Is <laughs> it? So we then come on to to the main event: KO and Sami Zayn against the Usos for the undisputed WWE Tag Team Championship. Jay WrestleTalk, take it away. What do you think? Oh, so good, so so good. These four guys can tell a story better than most people in the business um they've got the ability to do it and boy did they deliver i can see why it was bumped to the main event because main yeah. event worthy um for me it was match of the night um i know i said i thought seth and logan was going to be and then i thought Rhea and uh charlotte was going to be but no it, it was this this was match of the night um just the absolute scenes like everything that happened in that match was perfect so many times where i was certain it was the three whether it was the usos with the pin or sammy and ko obviously sammy and ko came out on top in the end um in the press conference afterwards ko actually said as much as people appreciate the usos they're still underappreciated because they are so good at what mm-hmm. they do. Um, they had the longest title reign. It doesn't damage them at all, losing the belts. It'd be interesting to see what happens with the bloodline from here on out. Um, but I guess I've got nothing other to say than this match was phenomenal and a, a five-star match. It was a five-star match. Yeah. It was great. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, Tom, that's finest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely 
class. I mean, I've been really invested in this storyline. Gio so, as I've always said, is the unsung hero of this whole thing. Like people talk about Roman Reigns and Sami Zayn, but Gio so, like he just keeps this going. Yeah. And it was the the way it ended as well. Three halluva kicks. The commentary was fantastic. The fans were right behind it. The reaction when the three count went was just everything about it was what you need in a main event of WrestleMania and two best friends winning the tag team titles. You know, you would have seen them in Ring of Honor and going, oh yeah, those guys are going to main event WrestleMania. KO main event in two years in a row. Yeah, that, my only criticism again is that they aren't a real tag team, but that's that's just um, that's just me. Um, yeah, um, um, my, my 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 only criticism would be ex- exactly the same thing. We we know where this is going to go, and we know it'll be KO turning on Sammy at some point. Um, but yeah, for the for the night, for the the culmination of this story, and for the just the sheer look of happiness on two best friends' faces to to main event and win the tag titles was was brilliant. Um, were we sports entertained? Absolutely. Yeah, Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There was um, one part in the match, actually, when uh, just near the end, when they face off against each other, the Usos are facing off against Sammy and KO. And then just before KO says, we finish this now, and they go in, yeah. I thought KO was going to turn on him then. Yeah. For a split second, I was like, oh, he's going to do it now. Yeah. And then imagine Sammy still winning and KO being part of a tag team. And the way they ended it as well, it had to be Sammy pinning Jay. It had to be. Uh, yeah. yeah. Couldn't do it any perfect. other way. Um, and when we talk about the main event later on, I still think that the way this worked out where these two members of the bloodline didn't win, but the other one didn't have quite the same night, um, I do think that actually in the long run, this storyline would be better if it happened this way. So. I'll explain why later on. <laughs> so, as we come to the end of night one, were we sports entertained by WrestleMania night one? Yes. Yes. It was a resounding yes from us. And I just want to point out to the listeners at home, at this point, we had done our predictions. I was going into night two, seven for seven. I hadn't got a single prediction wrong. Just yes. Yeah, just, just <laughs> have have you got have you got the tally for all of it, for the whole time we've been doing it? Uh, I've yeah, uh, yes, yeah. I've got Rumble and Elimination Chamber, yeah, on a cool. tab somewhere. Yeah, nice. Uh, well, when when it gets round to Rumble next year, we've done a full year. We'll see where we're at. That will be really interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, so we roll on on to night two, and. I'm going to have to go back on my words from about four podcasts that we've done. And I am more than happy to talk about Brock Lesnar and Omos. Um, It really, really surprised me how much I enjoyed this match. Um, we, We spoke about not being quite sure if Charlotte wanted to be there in her match. Brock wanted to be there. And Brock wanted to work. And when Brock wants to work, it, it just makes everything so much better. Um, I still think Omos looks a little bit green in sort of his movements. Um, mm-hmm. But Brock made him look as good as he could do. Um, I'm 
as with literally every match I, I felt with on night two bar one, I'm not sure, even though I predicted Brock to win, I'm not sure how much more we can take Omos as a big deal if he keeps having these feuds and losing. Um, but he did look a star in in this match. So, you know, mm-hmm. uh, considering how much I thought I was going to hate it, I was pleasantly, pleasantly surprised. Um, Johnny, what were your what were your thoughts watching this? Which one of me or the undeniable one? We'll go to go to you first. <laughs> and again, I was um, I was looking forward to this match when it was announced. Um, I am a bit of a fan of um, the big guy wrestle matches. Sometimes they can be terrible, like Greg Carly and Mabel and it, matching and it, like Greg Carly and anything he ever did ever. Yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then it's, it's the spe- it's the spectacle of it, you know, seeing Omos taking f five take a suplex and a couple of suplexes. The first one wasn't so good. The second one was great. And then the third one as well. The F5, I mean, it looked awkward, but again, I don't know what else he could do. Really, that was the best he probably could do with it. You can tell that Omos is trying hard and he wants to learn and he wants to be. Um, he knows he has the potential to be, you know, that level of top star um, in the future. Obviously, based on what he size, he's athletic as well. More athletic than some of the other big guys you've seen. Um, and I had a feeling that uh, maybe Brock was going to lose here because, again, I said Lesnar would win, and he did. But then when I think about it, I'm like, imagine if Omos did what Theory did and beat one of the top guys they've ever had on his, you know, on the opening night of Mania Night 2. That would really show what uh, he could potentially do in the future. And then, of course, he's had three big matches, essentially, and he's lost all of them. Um. So it's a bit of a concern about what happens with him if they really want to build him up as a credible big monster heel or just a big guy in general. Losing to Brock Lesnar, then beating Elias in two minutes the next night just isn't how you do it. Agreed. But, I mean, I enjoyed the match, and it was nice to see Lesnar nail at F5. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Johnny, anything to anything to add from, from your point of view? Um. Yeah, I wasn't I wasn't a fan going in and I guess if I don't think that Cena and Theory was what the match was of opening again I have to say that for me this wasn't opening caliber. Um it was nice to see Brock wanting to work. Um I still can't take Omos serious as serious as they may want us to. Um, yeah, seeing the F5 to the Giant was pretty cool. Uh, it was never going to go longer than how it did, but four minutes 55. Yes, yeah, I was going to say, I don't think it was five minutes, but um, it was an it was an okay match. It just wasn't wasn't one for me. One, it wasn't WrestleMania, a WrestleMania Callum match. Um, and two, uh, two I don't think it should have opened the show. Um, I guess maybe again it was the name Brock Lesnar. You've got Austin, yeah. you've got John Cena opening night one and Brock Lesnar opening night two. Yeah, that's yeah, that's, that's probably that's pretty massive. That's pretty big, isn't yeah. it? That gets your casuals in straight off, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, so again, were we were we sports entertained? More than I expected. Yeah. See, I I, I I'm going to go. I was I again, and I don't know if that's because I had such low expectations that seeing this 
and how it how it panned out, I you know changed my changed my view on it. I'll I'll say no for this one. Oof. It was it was it was okay, but it wasn't it wasn't anything special for yeah. me. Yeah. That's just my opinion. Fair enough. So next, the women's showcase tag team match, Mister Wrestle Talk, take it away. What did you think of this match? <clears throat> um, did the winners of the match do anything other than an armbar right at the end? Not that I can recall. And I, I put in my notes was something called on the fly because Shayna's boot was off. Did she? Would, yeah. Did she do anything? I yeah, I don't know if she if she actually yeah she might may have had an injury. Um, yeah, I said they would win uh, because. Rousey. They looked like yeah, because yeah, because Ronda Rousey. Um again, I guess like with the men's, it was a showcase. They all got to showcase their stuff apart from the winners, because apart from the armbar, I don't think there was really anything else from them. Um yeah. you got some great names in there, Liv Morgan, Raquel Rodriguez, Natalia. Uh oh, actually. The uh, double sharpshooter was uh, <laughs> was impressive. I liked that. That was good. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was a good. Yeah, it was a good match. Yeah, yeah. I'm not really more sure what more I can say about <laughs> it. <laughs> Undeniable one. Anything to to add to that? Um, you had a great match in the first night, showing the best of tag team wrestling, and then this night comes. This one comes along, and it's like, and this is how not to do it. Um, <laughs> Chelsea Green, I think, is fantastic, right? I think this whole Karen stuff, I think she's been so entertaining. The whole Adam Pearson, uh, Chelsea Green dynamic is great. And, you know, I want to see her just whinge about this match nonstop for the rest of the year and just annoy Adam Pearce about it and be like, this is absolutely <laughs> disgraceful. Why am I doing this? You know, and I'm a big fan of Shotzi, and she ate shit again from Ronda Rousey. And... I really get sick of seeing that because I really like Shotzi and she might not be the best wrestler that there is. I've always been a big fan of her though and her style and she's the one who has to take the L. And it just the women's division to me, I know there's, um, it's not their fault, but none of these are tag teams. Like it just feels like, oh, Liv and Raquel are friends. Let's put them together, shall we? And, you know, Shotzi, Natalia needs someone to be friends with, so let's give her Shotzi. And I just don't feel like, you know, the match that tried their hardest, Nothing. It's nothing against the girls in the match. I just I don't care, yeah. <laughs> and I like a lot of them individually. But this match in particular, I just you can just tell it's just to give them the WrestleMania period. Yeah, uh, I I can't add too much more other than that. Raquel Gonzalez, uh, Raquel Rodriguez, should I say, is going to be a star. I thought she looked like they they looked like they wanted to put quite a bit of focus on her doing doing various things um and i think she could potentially be the one they want to try and break out slightly um mm -hmm. but again too many made up teams for for my liking um and yeah not not a knock on on the women at all it was just hard to be hard to be quite invested and i think it hurts that you know like you say the winners did literally nothing other than mm -hmm. come in and 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 do that so and i guess if it was planned that way to where they do nothing and then win because they are meant to be the heel tag team and they're horrible people and they don't give a shit about what you want kind of thing yeah. if that's what they're supposed to do in the match then i can you know and get behind that yeah and and they could they could very easily turn up on raw challenge Lita and becky for the belts 
put Lita in that armbar and she's gone. And then mm-hmm. the, yeah. the belt. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I like, we... just, I liked um, Shayna's gear as well. Yeah, it looked cool. Mm-hmm. Other, yeah, other than the cool. one boot thing. You know. Yeah, yeah. I, I did quite actually. Uh, I quite liked their outfits. Them coming down together in the um, in sort of the judo, judo wear type thing. I thought that was was quite mm. quite smart. Were we sports entertained for this match? I, I'm going to have to say no for the first time. I think I so, just which really. is a shame. Um, moments like the the sharpshooter, yes, but on a whole, no, probably yeah. not. Yeah. Fair. Yeah, and Ronda Rousey as well, complete fall from where she was. I know she had, a, you know, the first match she has was uh, teaming up with Kurt Angle against Triple H and Stephanie. So that's like quite a marquee match. Then she main events WrestleMania the year after, and then if Austin didn't have a match with Kevin Owens, technically it was main event last year as well. Obviously that match was, you know, last minute call, wasn't it? So um, she's gone from main event in WrestleMania essentially three years to doing this match. Getting, a, getting an under 10 minute tag match that she didn't really do a lot in. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, on to match number three, the triple threat for the IC title. <laughs> Undeniable one. Take us away. What did you think? Seamus always calls it the best. Another banger. You know, the promo package in this match where the guy with the accent has gone. This uh, gentleman who produces banger after banger <laughs> after banger. Uh, that, that was so good to me, <laughs> that old trailer thing. Um, again, I think the right person won, to be fair. I wanted Seamus to win sentimental reasons. I want him to win everything. And he, I hope he does. I really hope he does. But if you want to really continue this dominant run of Walter uh, Gunter, I mean, the right person won. Uh, the 28 beats to the chest from Seamus on Drew McIntyre <laughs> was wonderful. Um, I like Drew's gear as well, and I feel like if you watch WrestleMania 26 in his first Mania, I'm almost certain it's the same gear. And again, in terms of the whole bar fight feel is what it was, and I love that. Some people might look at that as a bit of a slow-paced match because it is just pretty much beating each other's chests, and you know it looks like a bar brawl. Not really a wrestling match, more for just a fight with three big guys. If fine you like that, that then I absolutely love it. Absolutely fine with that. Yeah, absolute yeah. slugfest, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, and then uh, Seamus and Drew fighting for a lot of the match, and then Walter comes in. Sorry, Gunter comes in and does what a heel champion does and takes picks up the pieces, gets the win. And even here, you could see by his celebration that um, he knows that he was very fortunate to win that match. But he can't take a pinfall. So I thought this was the chance for him to lose his title because who on earth pins that man? <laughs> you know, the, the, I just can't see who really, unless our good pal Brock Lesnar gets involved with the match with him. I don't see who can actually beat this guy in a pinfall match. It would have to be like a ladder match or a steel cage or something. Would you Would you want to be locked inside a cage with Gunther? Uh, if I'm guaranteed, like, 20 million pounds. <laughs> pay me Lesnar's wage and I will go in there. That's fine. Pay me whatever you pay, Mr. Brock Lesnar, and I will take chops for you. <laughs> Johnny, what did you uh, what did you think? I think this was the match you got wrong, wasn't it? The only the, one. The only one of the whole weekend that I got wrong. Um, I'm not mad that I got it wrong. Um, looking on it now, the right person did win. 
not only do I think that this was match of the weekend, uh, I think it's going to be a contender for match of the year. Yeah. I thought it was phenomenal. Three dudes just slapping that absolute shit out of each other for oh, 20 minutes, 25 minutes? No, 16 minutes, 40. 16, 40, not long enough. Um, (laughs) Yeah, it was a great match. They all had time to shine. Um, I love how red and how how quickly Seamus' chest gets that red from the chops from Gunther. Um, Yeah, they're all just absolute animals and they just slap the shit out of each other. And it Mm. was, yeah, phenomenal. Phenomenal. Five, Five star, nothing wrong with it. Um, I wanted Seamus to win for the feel-good factor, but now Gunther's won. Let him break the record. Nobody's pinning him. Um, I, I'll let you get onto it, Stu, because I'm pretty sure you've got a view on it. Um, but what you said about not wanting them to go down the bloodline route, I completely agree. Yeah. Yeah. One yeah. thing I will quickly add as well, um, because wrestling fans have no life, um, I did a bit of research and found out what day... It would be where Gunter matches the record September 14th, apparently, if my calculations were correct. So SummerSlam, whoever he fights, probably should win. And then Survivor Series, which will be probably the next big event, you're looking at maybe that's when he probably loses if if he does. Well, will, uh, they, do the, will they do the brand warfare thing? So it'd be him yeah, versus Steer. Yeah. Yeah. And, but that would be, if again, if I'm correct, September 14th is the day he would tie Honky Tonk Man. Um, if if we end up getting Gunther versus Fury, Gunther wins that match five times out of five. Yes, yeah. Gunther yeah, does, does not lose yeah. that match. Yeah, yeah. agreed. agreed. Yeah. Um, yeah, I will add. I don't know if, if if it's to to put now, or I might add it at the end of um, end of end of the night type type conversation. But yeah, I have got some views on uh, Imperium and and the Bloodline. Um, the what the one thing, the one thing that annoyed me about this match. Titus O'Neill is really annoying. Really annoying on commentary. I, oh, I, think I, so. don't know, oh. I don't know why he was there. He was making inane comments that just put me off. Um, but, yeah, the match itself. Were we entertained or were we sports entertained? Absolutely. 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 How could you not be? Yeah, of course, yeah. Just speaking on the commentary, did you hear Michael Cole at the end when he said, this is the best match I've ever seen? <laughs> yeah, he, he loved it. Michael like, Cole. dude, I'm loving this. It's like, I shouldn't <laughs> be laughing, but it's, it's so good. <laughs> have, you ever st- have you ever given a standing innovation to chops? Like, it's just, um, <laughs> just ridiculous. Um, so, moving on to the, whim- the Raw Women's Championship match where we had Oscar challenging Bianca Cena, uh, Belair. Uh, undeniable one. Yes, take it away. That's exactly how I was going to call it, Bianca Cena. Yes. Um, I mean, I really enjoyed this match, and part of me kind of feels like I enjoyed this one more than this than the one the night before. In terms of wrestling match, as I say, I feel like there's a contrast in styles there, and there is a contrast with Rhea and Charlotte. I feel like Charlotte slows matches down a lot, though. Um. Asuka is now 0-4 and four at WrestleMania. So that is wow. uh, a worrying thing yeah. for her. Bianca Belair, very good athlete. Let's talk about the entrance as well, the entrance that she had, all those dances. And then we hear that the, um, the little girl, her um, mom passed away that morning. 
Um, so real, like she managed to do this special moment and obviously it's the worst day of her life as Triple H said and did something like this and this wonderful moment that they provided for her. I mean, that's, that's wonderful that, you know, and uh, yeah. Bianca really is um, a special talent. We know that her charisma is um, very bland when she's obviously doing this baby face, John Cena-esque baby face. She's doing that well in terms of promos are all exactly the same, but the match, she did show signs of what she would be like as a heel, I think. Near the end, she was getting frustrated and she started to be very aggressive in the way she was doing dealing with Asuka. And I think you can tell by her facial expressions, if she ever did turn heel, I think she'd do a very good job. She clearly is, um, she has all the tools there. Um, at some point, they're going to have to pull the trigger on her turning heel because she does need that now. But yeah, in the match, I really enjoyed but I do think Bianca needs some kind of character development at this point. And if she lost, we could have seen a double turn, I think, here. Not that Oscar is a heel, but I think she was supposed to be kind of, but she wasn't really. But it is a bit worrying that Asuka, who's this unstoppable um, woman's wrestler, hasn't won at WrestleMania ever. Bianca, on the other hand, is now 3-0. Yeah. So um they obviously do like her and people may criticize vincent man we will criticize him quite heavily soon but he was the one apparently who uh, advocated ask uh, bianca Belair to be where she is oh, okay so, uh yeah. yeah johnny anything to anything to add your views on on that match not not too much um i enjoyed the match more than i thought i was going to um i thought this was going to be my uh my toilet break match um yeah i did enjoy it um one of my followers uh described it best they said that bianca's very one-dimensional um and i think that's a a great great interpretation um i just don't know who's next like she's held it for a year um it's been a very boring year for raw women's championship i think it's it's peak was probably uh bailey um was it they had a ladder match yeah 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 that's where it should have ended yeah i i enjoyed that match um very, they used a lot of uh uniqueness in that match especially the way she pinned bailey with the ladder to to the turnbuckle if i remember correctly yeah um but this match incredible yeah i enjoyed it more than i i thought i would but um i predicted bianca would win she did um yeah, not really, not really much to much more to add on this match. I yeah. did go. I think I went with my um, heart on this one. I said oh, I think Oscar would win, but in when the match was happening, I was like, I don't see it, you know. Yeah, I, I, I went Oscar matches. as well. Yeah, I went, mm. I went Oscar as well. Um, and and yeah, I mean, I I haven't got much to add. Like I say, that the match itself was was good, was really good. I just, you know, even down to, we've now had Bianca have an entrance of sort of people dressed up as her sort of some lookalike type things the same as we had with Cena mm. we're seeing a lot of these feats of strength which we've seen from Cena which is not a knock on Bianca she's a hell of an athlete but we need something else we need she needs to move away or you know we need something else other than these this sort of squeaky clean type thing because I think the one thing that saved Cena and even then, I'd say it probably didn't save him for a portion of his career. Was his 
ability to adapt on the fly for promo skills. Whereas I think if you put Bianca in that environment and the crowd turned, I, would she have the ability to sort of keep her, you know, to work that how Cena worked it? I, I'm not so sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, that's not a knock on her. Ability was, you know, it, it was a really, really good match. Were we sports entertained? Yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I would say so. Yeah, I, I would agree as well that I was. Um, so again, we won't cover this two minute 20 match very, very much, but we saw the, the wonderful return of the prodigal son, mm-hmm. Shane McMahon to jump over the Miz and blow his quad. Um, <laughs> I mean, absolutely fair play to the most ridiculously strange individual in the world in terms of Snoop Dogg, calling that on the fly and just making you know chicken he salad more into the most wrestlers would he you was know, just like oh i'll yeah. sort this out i'll yeah. do it yeah. yeah that was great man but did we need shane mcmahon could that have been la night could that have been anyone could that have been i know you know your views on him uh undeniable but could that have been mustafa ali at least it's a talent at least it's a talent we're seeing regularly like there is no way to yeah. just called shane mm. mcmahon back that is not something to No, that's definitely a Vince call. Um, again, this guy here, like, it's LA WrestleMania, and the way they were talking about LA's my city. LA's my city. Right. Well, there's a perfect opportunity for LA Knight to come out and be like, well, guys, I'm literally called LA, so you want to talk about this being your city. No, no. You know, it's easy as that. You, you've, you've literally got, I would say... Mate, I know he's not really a, supposed to be a babyface, but in terms of babyface reactions and crowd reactions, he's in the top five in the company right now. And he didn't mm-hmm. even get... He got nothing over two nights of WrestleMania. Yeah, and he was... Um, if you watch the Battle Royal, his reactions, people were reacting to him so much, you know, giving him the massive babyface reaction. And again, you can tell... Vincent Mann is writing this because I don't think he's the biggest fan of him. Why? I don't know. Because again, a big charismatic guy, he looks a star. And Bobby Lashley as well. I mean, he won that match and he comes out and is celebrating with the trophy. We're expecting an open challenge. He even said it himself. Nothing. Nothing at all. You know, KSI apparently challenged him an open challenge, but didn't see it. Right? Like, you've got two of the most over guys on the roster. And they don't know what to do with them. But Shane McMahon, no, no, bring Shane McMahon back. Oh, that's fine. Yeah, painful. Um, Mr. WrestleTalk, a- anything to add onto that? Yeah. As a... Not not too much, apart from, like, yeah, Shane, blink and you miss him. Um, that is such a Vince move. Uh, I 100% agree with you, Johnny. That should have been LA, LA Knight's moment when they were saying, when Snoop was like, LA's my city. Uh, yeah, that was the perfect opportunity for LA Knight. There goes my camera. I saw that in a sec. Um, yeah, not 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 really too much to add apart from yeah, Snoop Snoop calling it on the fly. Um, I would have even taken now. I I don't want to spoil anything that we're going to get onto uh, on Raw, but a certain person returned, and I would have even that that would have been a a yep. better thing. Yeah, agreed. So, I mean, I'll be honest, I don't hate Shane McMahon. I think a lot of people do. I actually don't mind Shane. I, from what I've heard, he seems like a nice guy when you talk to him, like fans who have met him. 
I just feel like, yeah, great. He's a nice guy, but there is opportunities to use better people than Shane at that time. So yeah. Shane McMahon coming back, I don't mind if it led to somebody else coming out afterwards. It's like, what are you doing here? Kind of thing, you know, um, for, you know, winning the best in the world thing. Again, that was to get heat for his match with uh, the Miz, I think it was, or Strowman at WrestleMania. You know, again, Shane is a fine talent to use, I think, in the right way, like as a GM role, but not in this or not in the final three in the Royal Rumble. Like, you know, yeah. that's not meant, meant to be for him. Yeah. Do you know what I did like that Shane did? Do you remember mm. the uh, segments? I think it's where Omos was first introduced to us, the underground, raw underground. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. I, liked, I liked it when Shane did that. That was good. Yeah. Give, give him something like that. Yeah. I have to say yeah. the 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 before we move before we move on, fair play to the Miz. He he doesn't mind making himself look silly, you know, taking these losses in two, three minutes to you know, to all sorts of people. He's got no problem with that. And I think yeah. you know that's you know, fair play to him, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, well, also, has anyone ever fought three people in one night? Because if not, then uh three people in one weekend at uh, one WrestleMania, I guess. I don't know. That's or another. Three... That's another thing you'll probably boast about. Yeah. Oh, I like. I'd like to think so. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So, moving on to the the penultimate match, where we're going to have some some big discussions. I think uh, Edge versus the Demon Finn Balor, Mister WrestleTalk. Take it away. What do you think? So. First of all, I think I saw this on TikTok, or maybe one of you guys said this, but whoever said it, I completely agree. Why change the colour of the Hell in a Cell if you're <laughs> still going to keep things gimmicky coloured in forms of the chairs underneath, one being that red, was, one um, being infamous, infamous opinionist. Oh, yes, yeah, it was, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so shout out to him. Yeah, I completely agree. Why bother changing the colour of the cell if you're going to do that? Um, obviously, you guys know my opinion. I think the right person did win. I don't think it damages Finn at all. I think lobbing a ladder at someone <laughs> uh, probably can damage them, and evidently yes. it did. Um, blood yeah. everywhere. Uh, but Finn is just a beast and just worked through it. Uh, I actually, uh, Triple H said that um, he was getting stapled in the head when Edge was walking around. Which yeah, I, I did notice that, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think after Edge realised what he did um, and then obviously knew that Finn needed attention, I think Edge handled that situation really well, walking around, like looking for, like lifting the steps up and looking underneath for something that clearly wasn't going to be there and like looking under the ring and then going back and sorting out the ladder and just giving time. So yeah. props to him for that. The match itself, um, I think this is the end of the feud and I think ending it with a concerto is perfect because that's this is what you did to my wife so now you're mm -hmm. gonna get it and we're done um i want it to be done uh i feel like judgment day have probably got to move over to smackdown um yeah, yeah i've thoroughly enjoyed this match yeah yeah mm -hmm. great match I think, one, I, think, what I think it slowed down i think it slowed down when finn got that injury as you expect um the right person did win and yeah i mean the, the judgment day uh storyline with edge needs to move on so it, it wouldn't have really made sense for edge to lose a match and then they move on to somebody else so yeah edge winning 
the right decision. I very much am a fan of the demon and you need to make sure characters like that aren't damaged by losing matches. I don't think it did damage him. And again, considering he was literally getting staples in his head, I think, you know, getting a defeat at WrestleMania probably isn't as important as he's, you know, his health. So um, I'm just glad that we got to see the demon in full gear. Um, the entrance for Finn, of course, his old music, as you say, great to see that. Russell Crowe narrating this match. Um, <laughs> that is something uh, very cool. And then, of course, the whole Brood Edge thing. Now, rather than going, I don't know, use his old theme song, we'll use Slayer. Um, we'll also say Brood Edge on the Titan Tron, just so you know who it is, rather than just using his old music. I don't really know why. <laughs> we could have just used the theme song that no doubt they have available to use whenever they want. Um, no his, mask, his mask was pretty cool as well. I love yes, his mask, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the way Edge is channeling this devil side of him, I've really liked um and overall i think the entrances were very good very cinematic and i love that um again very much enjoyed the match i didn't actually mind the themed colors of the um items i realized that the cell not being red but then you got a red steel chair and a purple steel chair i think because of the contrast of the purple and red thing i didn't mind that too much but obviously it's not as cool as the traditional chair and um kendo sticks but yeah thoroughly enjoyed this match yeah yeah uh, the one thing I will say about the entrances, and I loved them both and thought they were really, really cool, them happening in the daytime just doesn't quite have the same mm -hmm. impact as if they were happening mm -hmm. at night, but still, yeah. still look very think, good. You know? I think they, they held it for as long as they could, didn't yeah. they? They've yeah, obviously yeah, got yeah. the main event, which needs to be the main event. Yeah. So. And I, I wonder if, obviously, before this was the... You know, it was supposed to be the Miz and Shane McMahon. I wonder if that was supposed to go maybe just a, a few minutes longer than than it than it, it did because of the the injury, just to sort of buy him a few more minutes to to let the sun we, go down a little bit. But if if we know. see more of this side of Finn Balor, I am well behind it because I love this side of him. The heel promo he cut on Raw before WrestleMania, love that. It's when they do that bland white meat baby face white knight but he is with a big smile because you know he's a handsome lad okay but it just isn't interesting but this i think is very very interesting yeah. and um, i agree i want more of that um i the the coup de gras off the side of the side of the cell that yeah that was that was brilliant i thought it was really innovative um where i have to dis oh well where i have to disagree with both of you is i i, I think it was the wrong result and i love edge Edge is one of my favourites. I mm. just, I think for where, I think the three of us, but where we'd like to see the Judgment Day go, I think a clear end of feud win over Edge makes Finn as the sort of leader of the Judgment Day so much more. I think it makes, you know, the Judgment Day so much more credibility to them um i think and i've i've said this i think that demon finn is so much better than the fiend i think the fiend wishes he could be the demon um and that and that's nothing that's nothing against the fiend and that's enough i just think the only thing and, this again, and they both wish they could be as good as Alistair Black, but that's this is that's, that's also true. Um, <laughs> the, the only thing, the only thing that 
I believe Bray slash The Fiend slash any iteration of, of that can do better than Finn is give a promo. I think the Demon's entrance is better. I think the Demon's character work is better. I think his in-rim work is better. Um, and I think... And I prefer the look of the Demon, especially last night. Uh, sorry, Sunday night. I prefer I prefer that look. Um, but again, that's not hating on the on the work of anything that, that Bray or the Fiend has ever ever done. I just I just prefer that that character and that that side of side of Finn. Um, but were we were we sports entertained with this match? Yes, yeah, yes. yeah, 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 hundred yeah. percent, absolutely were. Um, so it's time to get on to the main event. The undeniable one. Talk us Ooh. through your thoughts of Cody Rhodes versus Roman Reigns. Well, Cody Rhodes knows how to pull your heartstrings. So um, I enjoy his music. Great theme song. Then he goes down to see Brody's son, and I got so upset. <laughs> like, just watching him do that, because I miss Brody Lane. Obviously, it's an emotional match. And I will admit, you know, Cody does, um, he has worked hard to get where he is. Um, and obviously he's very close to Brody Lee, and it was just real sad to um, know that he did that. Obviously he did that, it was a good thing, but it was really sad as well, because, you know, Brody should be there to see it. Um, I think the entrance was kind of rushed, actually. There was no theatrics, there was no, like, Dusty Rhodes theme song playing. Mm. It was just his theme song, very good theme song, but I just, it just felt like they were, like, pushed for time, so they just kind of played his song, just went out there. Although um, I will say the, the internet is will, has been dying to tell us for the last month that the crowd aren't into Cody Rhodes, and mm -hmm. they they certainly are. They are yes. absolutely into Cody Rhodes. In contrast, I believe Roman Reigns' entrance lasted seven minutes. <laughs> so, uh, but again, the pianos at the start playing wonderful that entrance, song, wonderful glorious entrance. that was. Yeah, yeah, it was, and uh, the match itself. I know nothing about wrestling, apparently, but uh, I said Roman Reigns was going to win, and he did. So, like you know. Um, People on TikTok who tell me I know nothing about wrestling, uh, I probably have that, an that, apology. Especially that guy, you know who you are. Yes, you probably listen to the show. I'm more an apology because I know nothing about wrestling, but I got this right. Um, I realised that he did cheat to win, but he's the bad guy. He's evil, right? He's supposed to get the job done no matter how, and he won. Whether he did a chick cleanly or not, and Cody Rhodes probably was going to win if he did too. Of those dust of those um crossroads and then didn't go for a third one you probably had it but then he got to the end to the to the corner solo's there to give him the uh thumb someone spike and reigns is there to capitalize with the spear as the champion does um the usos and sammy Zayn and kevin owens got involved didn't really have any effect on the match but obviously we thought it might help cody but it didn't do anything um, the match itself, as I say, Reigns has put on classic matches in the last year or two. And Cody Rhodes is a very good wrestler. He's resilient. I don't really believe he's good enough to beat Roman Reigns for the title. But considering what happened the next night, I kind of would have preferred it was Cody Rhodes than who we probably are going to get. Um, but I still think the right man won. And I think the storyline is good there because Cody Rhodes, his dad mentioned hard times, right? Hard times. Well, Cody's now going to go through those hard times because he lost the first time since he's come back and he needs to prove that he is good enough to 
be at the top. And Roman Reigns' uh, cousins lost their match. So Reigns can have the storyline of, I did my job, why couldn't you do yours? You know, maybe you're not good enough to be part of the Allen of relevancy anymore because failure is not acceptable. You know, it's it's an easy storyline to write. And I think Reigns winning is a more interesting storyline than Cody winning. And it's like, okay, off you go, Reigns. Bye-bye. Like Cody can take over and beat John Cena. Like, you know, I just think it's more interesting. Mr. Russell Talk. First of all, that guy that said that Johnny knows nothing about wrestling also told me that Cody was guaranteed to win and that I was just a Roman fanboy for saying that Roman was going to win. So I also need an apology, sir. Um, it was a great match. It was a great, great match. Um, yeah, like Johnny said, the hill's got to do what the hill's got to do to get the job done. And that's exactly what happened. Um, yeah, I think Solo, uh, Cody saying to Solo, you're not ready. M maybe Cody's not ready. Um, yeah, Roman, he needs that thousand days. He was always, in my opinion, always going to come out on top. There were parts, though, when Cody went for the first crossroads and then picked him up again, and I didn't... I, I don't know why, but I just thought Solo's absolutely not going to come back down. I don't know why that didn't enter my head, that there was the possibility that Solo would come back. And in that split moment, I remember I turned to Chloe and I was like, shit, Cody's going to win. Um, not that there would have been anything wrong with that because well, I was conflicted going into this match because on the one hand, I want Roman to get the thousand days, but also on the other hand, I do think it's time that we have a new champion and the belts are split up. But it just begs the question, if he gets the thousand days, does it stop there? Because they've got such a good thing here. In I, I guess it stops when Roman wants it to stop. I don't know. Like who's really calling the shots of that anymore. You're right, Johnny, that Cody, I feel like the, um, the package for it finished and the American nightmare logo was already there. And the music mm -hmm. just started, it was, it, it did seem really like it just started playing and going straight away. Yeah. Um, I was expecting some, like them to blow all their budget on, on Cody's entrance. Um, I loved the piano. So I thought that was great. And, yeah, what a, what a way to, to end WrestleMania. The nightmares online are obviously all losing their shit, and, and rightly so for them because the guy that they didn't want to win, the guy mm -hmm. that they wanted to win didn't win. But and They wouldn't say this, but I think if Cody Rhodes was the one going for a 1,000 days, it would be fine with that. Yeah. yeah. That's just my, I, my opinion. But No, no, I, yeah. I, I agree. But in my eyes, for the storyline, where it is at this moment in time, the right man won. Yeah. Did he though? Because yeah, he did. Uh, just he did. <laughs> awful. Just or the the match, fantastic. No one, no one in the business right now does last second kickouts better than Roman Reigns. Like perfect, like unbelievable. Mm -hmm. But yeah. a fantastic match, a fantastic story, ruined by boring, predictable screwy finishing like so deflated watching the end of that end of that match they've that's now the third the third big opportunity they've wasted 
to have Reigns lose the titles. Him, I'm, I've always been, and I'm, I'm not a, a Cody Mark. You know, I like Cody as much as I like anyone. You know, I'm, I'm you know, um, uh, and I've always liked long title reigns as long as they don't become de detrimental to other talent. And I now feel that Reigns' reign is becoming detrimental to other talent because what what's going to happen now is Reigns isn't going to work very much, carrying both titles, leaving everyone else in limbo. Um, they've got all that elite talent that are in limbo because they're not going to challenge for any other belts and Reigns is holding both of them. We absolutely now know he is not going to lose till he gets a thousand days um which is what i was sort of saying earlier i absolutely want imperium to stay as far away from the bloodline as physically possible um i you know could solo be the one that beats gunther potentially but you know that would be a believable thing but then what happens Gunther goes against Reigns before the thousand days. Gunther loses to Reigns. Gunther flounders again, or not again, but there's nothing there. He's another person that Reigns has beaten. I, I just, yeah, it, it was, it left a real, just sour, depleted void that I felt, and I, I fully, I fully get that. Actually, it shouldn't always be, you know. The end of mania should be you know happy clappy you know sometimes the the bad guy does have to win but i i just don't i don't think i honestly i don't think the thousand days is now is going to be worth the floundering that's good that is going to be left for all the other talent you know look, look what's happened to aew they've had a new champion and that it, it's 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 flying um i think yeah, I, but again, you know, that's that's no hate on on Roman at all. Um, and actually, it was one of those. I don't necessarily. I didn't necessarily have a have a dog in the fight in the sense of I'm not going to go online and start accusing people of all sorts because they, you know, Cody didn't win or Roman did win or or what have you. I just it for me it wasn't it wasn't the right result. Um, and like I say, if the if the plan has been for Reigns to keep the title, I would have had Cody, uh, sorry, I would have had Sammy win the Rumble and Reigns just beat Sammy at Mania. I don't see the point in in building people up in the way that they've done to just knock them all the way, all the way back down. Um, so, it, but yeah. I, I don't think it does. I think, I don't think losing to Roman Reigns puts a detriment on anyone's character. Um, could just purely because he's he's operating on that different level, he's on God mode. He's he is unbeatable. So when you when you come up against him and lose, I think that if anything that elevates you. I think it's elevated Sami Zayn. It's um, we never took Cody serious as a main event star in his previous run, but he's come back in this one and he's beaten Seth Rollins. So we do, and he's gone up against Roman Reigns. But I don't think. I I don't look at him and think, oh, you lost to Roman Reigns, so you're, you're now not a main event star. Who's next for Roman, though? Who is legitimately left for Roman? We know we want it to be Randy, but it's, you know, 
Yeah, Randy. Right? I now I don't know whether any of these guys would beat them, but it would be nice to see him have a go before it's all said and done. Sheamus hasn't had a go. AJ's not had a go. Randy's not had a go. Whether they beat him or not is a different story, but it'd be nice to see that. Yeah. Well, they're not going to beat him. He's, he will hold it for a thousand days. That's a, yeah, that is a given now. That is absolutely um, a given now. You said that is it going to be Solo that beats Gunther? Is it going to be Solo that beats Roman? Like, I don't know. Yeah. That was more um, how I was thinking, like, yeah. Because I'll tell you who will beat Roman. It's going to be Brock. I thought you were going to say Chuck Gable. But, but Brock, Brock can't, can he? I thought there was a uh, stipulation. Yeah, they'll find time. a way, especially when Vince is doing stuff now. He'll find well, a way to put true. Brock into this match. And I think Brock will beat him at Saudi. It I would don't be... want it to happen, but... And, and, and actually, again, as, as all I've just said, everything I've just said, the big rant I've just said, I would rather have Roman as a champion than Brock beat him. Mm-hmm. I agree. It would be interesting to see Solo against Roman, though, because who's there to defend Roman from... Because it's always Solo that jumps yeah. in and, and stops it, so... In a in a well in a fair fight, Roman would have lost the title a long time ago. But he's a major heel, so he's, he's yeah, he there. has to cheat to win. Yeah, that's you yeah. know. Um, like the I absolute said, dream would be money in the bank. This guy wins, Reigns is there, loses his wins his match. There's a massive beatdown. He cashes in and wins. That's the dream for me, and I'm going to hold on to that until uh, money in the <laughs> bank happens, or unless Reigns loses it before. Then I'm going to hold on to this guy. I know when I said Cody Rose is unbelievable. Elliot and I probably is on the same level of well, if you know Edge and Brock Lesnar can't beat him, why should Elliot Knight? But I'm biased, and I'll admit <laughs> that I'm biased. Um, I think Lesnar, unfortunately, because of Vincent Mann being back in this whole, and he loves Brock Lesnar like you know, he just though it's my attractions, it's my toy. You don't touch him. I think you find a way to have him back in it. I I, I just feel, and obviously we'll get onto it in in a short while, but. I feel that the last 48 hours have been very much a you went away, you created a company. Now, like, stay in your lane, remember this to Cody. Yeah, mm. that, that's that's how it feels. And I feel that that is from Vince, if I'm honest. Um, yeah. But, you know, like like I say, that's not that's not a hate on, on Reigns. I, you know, I, I, I could have seen it go either way. Um, I just think it was, you know, we've had Clash at the Castle where I think Drew should have done it. I don't necessarily think Sammy should have done it at Elimination Chamber, and realistically, he was never going to that, that close to to Mania. But it was, it would have been a massive thing. And now we've built Cody up here, and it's happened here. I, I just think it's, it, it's, it's now time. It, it should have, it should have happened. Um, but overall, I was sports entertained by the match itself. Um, I, I was uh, very smug end. afterwards, I must say. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I was looking at the screen, I was like, please, please, for once, just do it because I'm, I don't normally back you, but please do it just for tonight. <laughs> so, and I still, I still maintain I don't have a problem with Reigns winning. It's just where they go from here. I feel like it could be interesting. But now... We'll get on to it in a few minutes. Maybe it won't be as interesting as I thought. <laughs> <laughs> so, were we sports entertained? Yeah, yeah. I enjoyed night one and two, yeah, very much. Yeah, and yeah. I'd say, were we sports entertained with night two? 
Yeah, I was. Mm-hmm. I think night yeah. one was more solid. And I think night two was starting to show hints of Triple H isn't making all the decisions here. I feel like night one was a proper Triple H booking show. Yeah. And that's what when he gets, you know, when he gets the opportunity to do the book and that's what you get and i really much enjoyed that night two was entertaining but um yeah night one's better yeah and i'm i'm gonna i i was sports entertained for night two but that is purely because of how much i enjoyed the ic title match and how like that saved it for me mm-hmm. um you know but night say so night two felt like vince all over it no eye for the future. Lashley did nothing. LA Knight did nothing. Um, but we move on. And oh, sorry, Johnny, were you about I was to say just going to say, just before we do move on, I'd be interested because I don't know. Um, obviously, I said my match of the weekend was the IC Triple Threat. What was your guys? Yeah, I, I, I could be extremely biased, um, but I'm not going to. I, I will. It was the IC Triple Threat. Uh, yeah, I can't really argue. Yeah, same. <laughs> I mean, again, the tag match very, very close. So the tag match made of yeah, was that, solid. I think that's that's second for me. That's yeah. that's that's third for me. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> we move on, and we will roll on to what should be one of the best nights of wrestling post WrestleMania, um, the Raw after WrestleMania which has been renowned for raucous crowds and surprise returns and debuts and call-ups. And we got what we got. Um, Matt Riddle. We got Matt Riddle. Um, Um, And Mr. Russell Talk, I know how popular Mr. Riddle is to you. Um, you, (laughs) What did you make of Raw? What did you make of it? Uh, It was a steaming pile of turd. From start to finish, bar the Street Profits versus Sami Zayn and KO, which I thought was a good match. Um, Triple H had this huge announcement, and the announcement ended up being that WWE wasn't changing, and it was staying the same because it's then uh-huh. now forever together. Um, yes. Brock Lesnar yes. comes out and says that he's going to tag with Cody Rhodes. I mean, I don't know why I thought he was ever going to tag with Cody Rhodes and then gave him a beat down, which like you guys have said, unless it's Vince putting his pit bull to work to, to tell Cody to stay in his lane. I made absolutely no sense to me. You have Omos lose to Brock Lesnar to then, win on Raw in under two minutes. Um, what, you have, what was the point? Well, I know Johnny knows more about this, so I'll let him talk about it in a second. But Seth coming out just to sing, get the crowd to sing to him made as much sense as Bobby coming out just to flaunt his trophy to everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, as Raw after Mania's go, this was one of the worst I've ever seen. Yeah. As far as the Raw's go in general, that was the worst Raw I've ever seen. To be quite honest, like just uh, the biggest pile of horse shit I've ever seen. Me like, yeah. Uh, someone who's been a wrestling fan for twenty-two years, and I can't think of a worse Raw than this. People have short-term memories, so maybe I've forgotten one, but I can't like recall being this disappointed by a show 
and everything in this show was done so badly. Like there was nothing in this show that I think really stood out. It tells you something when I think the highlight of this row was Mustafa Ali. Um, basically, the whole uh, you've got to see positive Ali, and he's acting like a complete idiot in front of Bobby Lashley, who's been absolutely he was pissed off because he hasn't got a WrestleMania match. He just sells everything so well, and he just acts like a complete and utter dickhead, and it's just so funny. And I will give him that. Um, but the show in general, absolutely rotten. Just you know, even the tag team match, and the reason why I didn't like it is because when they did the promo, I was like. Montez is acting very like he's going to just attack here and turn heel. And I was kind of expecting a Street Profits heel turn. We didn't get one. And that's why I'm criticizing that match because I thought a real shocking moment would be to see the Street Profits who have been overlooked really in the tag division turn heel. Can you imagine that? Like, And yeah. again, I think they could do it very well. And I thought that was what missed out there. The women's tag team match, again, a match no one gives a shit about. Why, don't, why should I care? Like and damage control doesn't have Bailey there, which is why I'm concerned about what's happening with them. Uh, just breaking breaking news on that, and I don't know if it is breaking news as such. Apparently, there's been some tweets out that she's gone in the last really? hour. But, but I don't. But don't hold me on that. Don't don't you know? Well, this is the thing because uh, Asuka put a tweet out saying I may as well go back to Japan. Bailey's put out a very, very cryptic tweet to suggest that she could be on her way. Drew McIntyre posted a picture of a hand which is waving. I don't know if that's to represent the slaps or if it's to represent that he's thinking about going as well. And then Seth Rollins has his whole promo on Raw, which is then he gets uh, told in the middle of the promo, oh, by the way, this is not happening now. So he comes out there to get the whole crowd going and manages to act like that's all he was planned on doing, and then he goes back. So I don't. Um, the last, the last tweet that Bailey put out. I've just had a little look, and sometimes the most romantic love story comes to an end by. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm hoping that just means damage control is. Yeah, I'm hoping that means damage control. Yeah, but I mean that's not like. And there's been. I know. I know. And I know this isn't gonna. You know, and and Bailey is trending as well. Um, but. I know this isn't gonna, um, uh, you know, have as big an impact as you know lots of these other things. Um, I don't know if either of you saw there was a sign at Raw that said like "Give Dana Brooke a chance" or some something. Yeah, to yeah, like, I, saw, you know yeah I did see that, mm -hmm. and it got taken away. And Dana Brooke has tweeted saying that should never happen, like etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. I, I, I think there's uh, morale is not where it was three weeks ago do you know what i mean and i and, I, mm -hmm. and that's that's a worrying thing and i think well uh, there there will be one man and one man only that is solely responsible for all of this yeah and he goes by the name of vincent kennedy mcmahon yeah and the, the thing mm. that i've my and i'm probably gonna i, I am gonna be a little bit hip, uh, hypocritical um on this and I'm going to come across as a little bit of a hypocrite because I've got no problem with Gunther still being champion. But usually, you know, if we look previously from WrestleManias and Raw's after Mania and stuff like that, you get to the end of Raw after Mania and you go, right, look at all these changes that have happened. Look at all these new stories. Look at all this new direction. What has changed 
from in WWE now from last week? What's different? Rhea's champion. What what else is different? Riddle's back. That's lit. Like, is there anything different? And and I just, you know, I just feel that that's a real, a real issue and a real problem. You know, mm-hmm. and I, you know, not not just because I'm now going to have to spend money buying a ricochet shirt because I was so sure that Jay White was gonna gonna appear. Um, but that, but that's the level of where I thought, you know, where it looked at one point like it was going and we were going to get, you know, um, there's been some over the last couple of months, there's been some tweaks from FTR, you know, formerly known as the revival. And we know they're triple H boys, but they aren't going to want any part of this again now at the minute. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just, yeah, you know, I just, that that's one of my biggest issues with kind of what we, what we've seen over the last 48 hours is I just don't, the, the change that we've seen, is not a positive change in any way, shape, or form. And, and the women's title, like, uh, they've completely ruined the uh, celebration of Rhea Ripley as champion already because, you know, they're talking about they're going to do it on SmackDown. Well, then why did she appear on Raw then? Like, yeah. Yeah. So, so last year, Bianca Belair did a celebration that she's champion after beating Becky Lynch. This year, she does the exact same thing. Nothing changes there. And my concern now is, um, have they gone, you know what, there's no other woman, so let's have Rhea and um, Bianca unify the titles. Because they kind of tease that. Like, why on earth is Rhea coming out, interrupting Bianca? I watched that segment thinking, who's going to interrupt Bianca here? I'm very interested. It's the other champion. And they don't need to... Unifying titles is not the answer. No. I mean, the one the one positive that I could take from them unifying the titles is I would assume that Rhea would win and unify the titles and be the first women's... Well, no, she wouldn't because Becky's won them both. Um, but uh, it would allow Judgment Day to... I mean, we talk about the brand split. It doesn't really exist that much anymore. But it would allow them to flip between the two uh, as they wished. Yeah. And like you say, you, although Becky's won them both, if they unified them and it became a undisputed women's champion or something like that, that would be, you know, you could that could be a thing for Rhea to sort of say. Um, but yeah, I I personally think it should go the other way in terms of I think the tag tag the tag titles should split. I think the Universal and WWE title should split, and it, I I think that opens up so many more things than having them unified um but yeah i'm i'm trying to take away some positives from raw and i'm you know i mean i've never had a massive massive problem with riddle but that wasn't he was the wrong member of RK Bro that I would have wanted exactly. to come out at that time. <laughs> that, that's exactly what I said on my TikTok. He was the wrong Again, member of RK Bro. They could have reunited RK Bro in a very, very simple way. So Riddle still does what he does. He comes out and stuff. Then Miz was taking him down. There's a chance for Randy to come down. Yeah. And then they can be re- reunited for a couple of minutes. And then RKO by uh, yeah. Randy to Riddle. So there is, and there? do we know? Is Randy 100%? Well, apparently he, he was at, apparently he was at Mania. So. So, is he going to do something? Is it? Is he going to? Are they saving him for SmackDown for Roman? Like, is that a possibility? I'd I'd like to think so, but the way things are going at the moment, I I don't have any faith. I'm just like, well, 
Elia Knight's probably going to vanish off TV. Karrion Cross probably isn't going to make much of an appearance now. And and, and that's um, the thing. Like like I say, uh, uh, if, if we went back and listened to one of our podcasts a month ago, how we were talking then to how we're talking in these last five minutes, it's, do you know what I mean? It's it's not good. It's 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 not a good feeling. It's um, it's crazy. As, like you just said, in comparison, I reckon on this podcast we have uh, over the. 11 weeks we've done it we've probably talked about seeing potentially one of the best draws we would have seen to seeing one of the worst yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. and uh, you know talking about people who've left as you see the t-shirt i'm wearing here it arrived yesterday and this group probably is not going to be around for much longer because two of them were released yesterday because they requested it so jagger reed and Rafala or Zach Gibson, and I can't remember the guys with the name on the indies. Um, but they both left. Again, not the biggest names, but Vincent Mann, Matt gets this whole thing, and then two people conveniently decide, mm, maybe this isn't for me. And, and as I said earlier, I wonder, and I, this isn't, I'm not saying that, um, you know, Schism, um, you know, were a, a big, big name, or, you know, would have been a big, big threat, but were they due a, a main roster call as a filler for Roman and they just went nah we're not because they'd lose to Roman and go sit in catering so they've said well we're not doing it um, main 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 roster wise I would have said as soon as they asked for their release and got it I would have gone right Joe Gacy you're up come on yeah why why not like just just bring him up yeah yeah and where was Bob Breaker even... Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm not. I'm not his biggest fan by any stretch of the imagination. But the guy's just lost his NXT Championship on the same night as WrestleMania Night One. They that person, like someone from NXT, usually comes up. Unless, well, are they saving him for Roman? That <laughs> <laughs> they can feed Bron to Roman. That's fine. I'm, yeah. I, I don't care. Um, but yeah, and, it, and it, that's what I mean. It's not. You know, I know I was. Probably sillily, sillily optimistic of Jay White, you know, um, but to have no NXT call-ups, the Raw After Mania, mm -hmm. like, what is that about? Like, where? Baffling. Absolutely baffling. I think, again, one positive to take from Raw, as I said, when the Usos lost the titles and Reigns didn't, you could see that Paul Heyman was like, yeah, uh, would they're just chatting strategy for their match tonight. And then he goes back into the room. He's like, yeah, I've dealt with them, Tribal Chiefs. So yeah, there's some interesting thing there where I think the Usos are going to be, be basically cut out of the bloodline. There's something there in terms of storyline that, you know, that's good going forward. And and to, um, take, to take a, to take a phrase from a, from someone, if someone should finish their story, I would like to see Jay get one over Roman. To mm. really bring it full circle, yeah. they um, uh, they look weird without the belts, though, didn't they? It's very yeah. oh, their gear looked mega. I love their gear, yeah. for that, um, gear. So I did actually ask one of my mates who was at WrestleMania to uh, if it can get me one of those T-shirts because I noticed they said it was an event T-shirt, so it pretty much means that it won't be on Euroshop. Oh, okay, and it's a real shame. Anyway, I, I asked and he um, went to. Um, the superstore on the way back and it was apparently packed to the point where it's like an hour wait queue and there was like next to nothing left so he didn't get it unfortunately um but that t-shirt oh quality absolutely love that t-shirt yeah. um but i think the usos 
I don't know. I think they'll probably will get cut out of the bloodline. Maybe bring the other brother into WWE. Um, he's never been there yet, and maybe have Solo and him do something. Um, but I think that's the one storyline you can take from this. Cody Rhodes, I feel like, until we saw what happened at the end, I was going to say maybe a steel cage match in Saudi is where he wins because, again, no interference from anybody then. Cody did kind I'm not going to lie, he probably had Roman beat if it wasn't for Solo. And now, because Brock Lesnar is deciding to get involved in a match where he brutalizes Cody Rhodes, and interestingly, they agree a deal with UFC, and now Brock is now not leaving, even though there was rumors he was his last night he was going to retire after WrestleMania. He's clearly not. And Dana White probably has some kind of uh, saying it. I know they're supposedly not going to do that. But I just think Brock Lesnar is going to beat Roman. And I know he's not supposed to, storyline-wise, but they'll find a way. And He's, you know, Vince, Vince will open that, that checkbook and Brock will stay. And, yeah. you know, that is that is what it is, isn't it? Um, you know, I don't think we can criticise Brock for taking a payday, but I'd, it's not what we need and again it's that forward thinking brock being yeah. champion is not forward thinking um yeah. you know I, I think it just seems that they needed something to take cody away from roman for probably a couple of months um yeah. but you know even after that attack that well obviously that attack but is that really the match people wanted to see sort of cody brock um well Cody's not a credible threat to no. to Brock Lesnar. No, by no. by any stretch of the imagination. Sorry, no, no I, he's not. I I like Cody Rhodes. I know that this me saying that he wasn't ever going to win at WrestleMania and he's not going to beat Brock Lesnar makes it sound like I don't really like the guy. I love Cody Rhodes. I think he's great, but he's not that guy. No. And and that that is what it is. He's not that guy. And I mean, I think the issue is there. It's actually not an issue with like you said it's not an issue with cody rhodes it's actually are there are there five legitimate people on the roster that stand up to brock lesnar like i think that's a brock thing not a cody thing do you know what mm. i mean and i i think that's the that's where that can sometimes be be an issue but you're right you know cody is not not a credible threat to someone like brock but you know, like, no, I know, I, I know, I know some U.S. tanks that aren't credible threats to Brock Lesnar. So I mean, it's <laughs> it's sort of like where do you where do you go? <laughs> yeah. um, you know, but yeah, I mean, I pray that we get something on Friday night that is better. I mean, it can't get any worse. I don't see yeah. how SmackDown is worse than Raw. Mm -hmm. like, you know, yeah. yeah. Uh, so well, well, to be fair, it's, it's usually better on a whole anyway. Yeah, the, the, the it's a shorter show as well, isn't it? Mm, Which makes yeah. it better. Um, I agree. Yeah, and I know that obviously Triple H is the head writer, but if let's just say head writer Triple H is in charge of doing this, questions have to be asked about how good he actually is. Yeah, like I know he does what the fans want, but it shows you how bad WWE was, where Triple H didn't really change much. He just changed things that were glaringly obviously bad needed changing ever so slightly to make it better and he's done that he hasn't lifted trees here he's just done what the storylines probably should have been naturally and i just feel like 
Vince McMahon, notoriously has been, people have said, Jim Cornette's been through, so have all said this. You give Vince McMahon a blank sheet of paper. He has no idea how to write a show. There's someone like Vince Russo was writing it, or um, the guy who wrote it in 2002, what was his name? The uh, head writer at that point, anyway, uh, Brian Gewertz, you know, they wrote the shows. Vince McMahon would edit things slightly. But if you give him the opportunity to write the full show, he has no idea what he's doing, as you see. Yeah, yeah. And that's, that's it's worrying, you know, how they've gone from, you hear a lot of rumours that there was a hell of a lot of rewrites up in, you know, the last hour of Raw, like before mm-hmm. it, you know, and that's that's Vince, isn't it? All yeah. over. But um, Triple H is still the head writer, and Cody Rhodes did do that throne entrance where he destroyed Triple H's throne. So I've got to believe that Triple H is petty as well and probably went... You know, you had this contract where you agreed to main event WrestleMania, but I won't ever forget this. Just yeah. be aware of that. Yeah. And, and, and you know, the, the industry can be like that, can't it? And Cody's not an idiot. Mm. He knows that. He knows that. Um, I mean, I'll, I'll ask the question. Were we sports entertained by the Raw after Mania? Absolutely not. No. no resounding, resounding no. Um Sorry if I ended up ranting there. I had a lot I wanted to get off the head <laughs> out of my head because I was like really frustrated by the way of this show. Yeah. <laughs> it's done it to everyone, hasn't it? It, it, has, yeah. it has killed mm-hmm. everything. All the optimism, I think, going into Mania is pretty much... It, it, is, it, is, it is flat now. So um, uh, I woke up to Johnny's message this morning saying, I won't give you any spoilers, but it's out of crap. And I thought, oh, great. Yeah, that's <laughs> literally where I was. Yeah, exactly the same. Sorry, I, 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 had to, like, I couldn't, like, I was just like, don't even bother watching. Just save yourself. There was you there know? was a part of me, though, where I was like, oh, is he just saying that because it's actually really good and he's trying to throw us off the scent? But no, you, <laughs> yeah. you were right. No, it was awful. <laughs> it was really, really bad. Um, yeah, I, I will, we will hope and we will pray that something i mean orton returning and taking a crap in the middle of the ring and then leaving on friday would be would be a win i would take that because orton would be back. i think one positive you can take from it is people were thinking is randy not gonna wrestle again now if he was going to announce retirement the night after yeah. mania probably would have been it now he didn't do that so maybe he's not yeah that's so a there very is that good positive. point yeah. yeah the the thing that i keep thinking as well is Someone has eventually got to dethrone Roman, right? Someone's got to do it eventually. And Roman is turning into what some may say a bit of a legend. Yeah. And yeah. what does Randy love to do? Kill it's, legends. Yeah. It's a very good point. Yeah. It's a very, very good and point. And then Randy is um full term, full blown heel. He is he is awful in terms of horrible, just will do whatever yeah. he needs to do to get the job done. Maniacal 09 or and punks yeah. to the head, yeah, hunting out all of the bloodline, yeah, yeah, one by one, just taking them out each yeah. week, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's it's an option, isn't it? Um, also, sorry, just very quickly, when Cody was getting the beat down, that was a perfect point for Randy to return as well, actually, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. he could have come to Cody's aid, um, and then RKO'd him, yeah. But yeah, I'd like to see Randy return on Friday, go up against Roman, yeah. legend killer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's an option, and that, that I'll take it. Um, gentlemen, is there anything else after this mammoth mammoth session of discussions that you have to uh, have to add? Um, 12, 12 out of thirteen overall 
on the uh, predictions. <laughs> yes, yes. It's a marathon, not a sprint. It's a marathon, not a sprint. <laughs> yeah. And actually, you might have done twelve out of thirteen, but I have, I have had them all. It might not have been thirteen, but I've had, I've had them all. Yeah. Okay, so, well, I had them all on night one. <laughs> Fair. I've, I've, I've had a 60%. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> right. uh, we love uh, a trier. Yeah. <laughs> you are the 24-7 champ of the podcast, Johnny. You can uh, yeah. you can have that one. That's yeah, I'll take it. As always, boys, it has been a pleasure. Uh, Mr. WrestleTalk, where can we find you on social media? Uh, yeah, Jay Wrestle Talk on TikTok, all things wrestling, daily content. I upload every single day, um, at least one video a day. Uh, yeah, just my views on stuff, um, some wrestling theme ranking, getting your guys' opinions, what you think of stuff, what I think of stuff. Not everybody's going to agree, but it's an opinion, and that's the beauty of it. It's an opinion, it can't be wrong. Um, and Jay WrestleGram on Instagram, but I'm not on there as much. Mr. Undeniable, Johnny Goldsmith, where can we find you? Yeah, Johnny Goldsmith on TikTok and Instagram. And uh, I've been doing, obviously, doing the uh, wrestling commentary. So I've been listening carefully at WrestleMania to see if there's anything I can do. There's a nice Michael Cole one where he kicks out the 1D. Probably going to do some commentary uh, copying that. And, uh, yeah, we've got, obviously, just wrestling content daily. And it's a very wide mix of things. It's difficult to pick what I specialize in. I just try to do everything. So, uh, yeah, but if it's wrestling you want, then you'll get it there. Yeah. And <laughs> myself, that wrestling guy at TWG1991. Again, all things wrestling, mostly sort of theme rankings, but there's been lots of other bits and pieces going on. So, all things wrestling, you will find me there. Once again, thank you to both my wonderful co hosts, and we will catch you all very, very soon, guys. Thank you.